You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome in to another edition of the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season one, episode number 25, believe it or not, and we are calling this one winning ugly. I am Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mullion Haw Show on 670 The Score, of course, your radio home for Cubs baseball. The guys are on from 5.30 until 10. I warm things up between 5 and 10, and as or 5 and 5.30, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy Crowley. Crowley, good afternoon. How the heck you doing? I'm doing good, Dustin. Excited to be here. You can follow me on my Twitter at Crawley's Cubs. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FlyTheW670 and on Facebook, FlyTheW. And email us anytime you like, FlyTheW at 670 at gmail.com. Yeah, any questions you have, hit Crowley and up on that account. Please do that for sure. All right, Crowley. So the Cubs are on their way to Baltimore. Short flight, I'm getting from Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, where the Cubs would take two of three from the Nationals. Let's uh, start out, though, with game one, and that was the Marcus Stroman-Josiah Gray game. Yeah, if you remember on the last podcast, I kind of talked about this was the one that had me a little bit nervous. I saw Josiah Gray when he pitched uh, the week before against the uh, Cubs in the bleachers. I was there watching him, and this this one had me nervous. I don't know why. And right away, Ian Happ, continues his hot streak. He homers to give the Cubs a one nothing lead. Uh, Seiya Suzuki's going to single. Fran Mil Reyes, we're going to talk about him plenty, but he triples to right, so the Cubs are up 2 nothing. and the Franimal was released this series. Unbelievable. Top of the fifth, Ian Happ homers again, so the Cubs have a nice 3 nothing lead, and everything's looking good. And Zach McKinstry, who made a couple plays on defense, I, I, I jinxed this. I said on Twitter, Ah, Zach McKinstry looks like a great pickup, you know, and really good pickup. And again, it doesn't mean he's not, but but right off, right after I say that, in the bottom of the fifth, he has a throwing error, so Lane Thomas reaches. Um, and then Ildemaro Vargas, former Cubs, he's a Hernandez, both singles. He have the bases loaded, no outs. And Stroman gets a big strike out of Joey Menses, who just looks really, really good. But then Luke Voigt grounds into a tailor-made double play to McKinstry, and he double clutches, and they only get the out at second. Thomas scores, the lead's 3-1. Yadiel Hernandez singles, Vargas scores, Cubs leads now 3-2. And Ross runs out, and he gets Mark Leiter on the mound. So he pulls Stroman in the fifth, and Leiter gives up a double to Nelson Cruz. Washington leads 4-3. Top of the sixth, though, one out, Nico Horner's doubles. McKinstry pops out. David Martinez comes to take Josiah Gray out, but Gray the whole time has the glove over his mouth. He's saying, nope, let me stay, coach. Give me the ball. Don't pull me out. And Davey Martinez goes with him, and he gets Patrick Wisdom to strike out swing, and he's pumped up. 
Top of the seventh, one out, magical doubles. Wilson flies out. Ian walks. Suzuki singles off the uh, deflects off the shortstop, and magical scores. So the game's tied in four. You get into the bottom of the eighth. Brandon Hughes, who's looked so good for the Cubs, but Nelson Cruz dips into the fountain of youth, gets a home run, and that's going to be the difference. Cubs lose five to four. Stroman went 4.2 innings, gave up six hits, four runs, zero of them earned. Initially, they called that a hit on that double clutch. They changed it later, so none of the runs were earned. One walk and four Ks. The offense had four runs, seven hits, 17 total bases, seven left on base, and Dustin, the famous Rispy, one for 10 with runners there in scoring position. There we go. Good old Rispy, one for 10. Yeah, that 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 was really that was really bothersome. Um, you alluded to it earlier, um, Crowley, about Ross running out. You can running out to get Marcus Stroman, and that's something that we'll have to talk about before we get out of game one here. Yeah, as far as the Nationals, Gray went six innings pitch, five hits, three runs, two walks, 10 Ks. The offense had five runs on eight hits, 13 total bases, three for 11 with runners in scoring position, but Nelson Cruz was two for four with three RBIs. Yeah, and that was the first... Um, Cruz home run for the Nationals, I think, since early July. And so, as you mentioned, finding a little bit of the fountain of youth. So that was a great uh, catch by you. He has not done much since he uh, landed in Washington. And as, as we were talking about, Josiah Gray convinces his manager to give him one more batter. And I was reading after the game, apparently David Ross went to look for Stroman, apologized, and talk to the media, quote, I probably took him out, honestly, one batter too soon. And so it was kind of a, a couple of bizarre things happened here. There was a pitch con malfunction in the fourth that mm-hmm. kind of, you could tell, kind of threw Stroman off a little bit. And the pitch con wasn't working. So they're going the pitch con, in case the listeners are not aware, that's the device that the pitchers, the catchers, the shortstop, the second baseman all wear in their ear. And, and, and Wilson, the catcher, can signal and there was a malfunction, so Wilson's going with the fingers, but it, you could see that Stroman was uncomfortable, and he's there, Stroman's looking at the dugout, hey, is it fixed yet? What's going on? And finally, um, it was Magical who realizes, I got one here, just take mine, and that kind of calmed things down. But it was interesting to see the difference between Davey Martinez, a veteran manager, trusting his pitcher to get looking a guy at the eye and, and, and trusting him. Marcus Stroman, after the game, said there's been times where he's done that in the past, and then he's kind of gotten ripped for it. So he's like, I'm just going to let the manager do what they want. But right away, I think Ross realized he was wrong on that one. Yeah, it was a close call. Obviously, when it goes against you, it's easy to second guess exactly what Ross did or didn't do in that situation. But the the pitch count was a little bit high and was in the favor of Ross going to get him out. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and the thing I've noticed the most about Stroman, he reminds me a lot of you, Darvish, in the way that it, his stuff is so good and so sick but sometimes I feel like you know kind of like sometimes just go after the batter you know what I mean like pitch counts always seem to be elevated like fifth sixth inning like really high yeah that's a good that's a good that's a good observation and a good comparison I was I was a little bit worried when you said reminds you of you Darvish but uh, I'm glad I didn't jump you right away and I'm glad I agree (laughs) with what I agree with what you said there Crowley yeah and so you know you take the loss and then I was excited about game two because I'm like, Justin Seal versus Patrick Corbin. Absolutely, Cubs are taking this one. Corbin with the seven-plus ERA, no problem. This one had to go extras, and the Cubs did win seven to five and 11. But it was one of those wins that you take it, but you just don't feel great about it, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, didn't feel fantastic about it, but anytime, Crowley, anytime we get to fly the W, especially after somebody <clears throat> predicted a sweep and that wasn't <laughs> going to happen, he at least needed to get the uh, the second leg so he could be on his way for at least two out of three. Yeah, in the top of the second, uh, Franimal singles, Horner singles, Velasquez doubles, so Reyes scores. Horner is held up, which I thought was bizarre. Higgins strikes out swinging and Morrell pops out to first. So that's frustrating because you had Horner there at third and one out and couldn't score. Higgins has done a really good job. Morrell has scuffled a lot lately. Um, but it, it was just a, a weird hold, in my opinion. You're talking about the bottom of the order, and, and you're not going to let Nico run it out? I don't know. I thought it was kind of bizarre. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I did, and it's it's one of those things. You know, last, last podcast, Crawley, we were talking about they were being a little bit too aggressive, right? And maybe that maybe there has been a conversation to – to slow it down a notch, if you will, maybe. You got to find that sweet spot. I think you don't mm -hmm. want to be too aggressive, and you don't want to be too passive. And I feel like right now they're kind of in between, and they're not really. I don't know. They're you they're know, like they're. It's like they're riding the brake. Yeah, it, it's just kind of bizarre. So, you know, in the top of the, they only got one run out of that, and that that's going to come. You know, come back later. Top of the fourth, Suzuki walks. Reyes lines out. Nico Horner doubles. Seas scores. And so the Cubs are up 2-0, Velasquez grounds out, Higgins singles, Horner scores, and the Cubs are up 3-0, everybody's feeling good. Top of the six, Fermil Reyes with a homer to right. Cubs are up 4-0. Reyes, baby, nothing. Reyes, Reyes, Reyes. Unbelievable. So He's very bottom, exciting right now. He, he is just a gigantic man, and he is hitting the ball hard. Bottom of the six, Victor Robles walks, Joey Menenses singles. There's a throwing error by Justin Steele. I don't know why he was trying to pick the runner off at second. It was awful. And then Voight lines out. Nelson Cruz has a sacrifice slide, so the Cubs' lead is 4-1. to one. Steele strikes out Lane Thomas to end the threat, and he was pumped up, and it was good to see. Yep, yep, absolutely good to see. He, he, had, a, he, had, a fan, he had an overall fantastic outing. Bottom of the second, Eric Erlman comes in. Season Hernandez doubles. C.J. Abrams strikes out. Kbar Ruiz singles. Hernandez to third. Ildemaro Vargas just haunted the Cubs. He singles. Hernandez scores. Ruiz to third. Cubs' lead's cut in half in 4-2. And this is another thing that I kind of scratched my head with David Ross a little bit. He goes in to get Rowan Wick, and you're looking at like an eight-out save here at this point. And so with that right there, he gets Wick in, and Yadiel Hernandez singles, a, and the ball deflects off Wick, which is one of those things that Sutcliffe called out. Look, if you're going to make the catch, great. If not, let your that would have been an easy double play. But he does get out of it by getting Joey Menenses to ground into a double play the next batter, so no damage done. But I don't like Rowan Wick in multiple innings. And every time he does that, it, it just some guys can do it, some guys can't. If you remember um, Araldus Chapman, not comparing, obviously, with the Chapman, but he's another guy that just really didn't like being used without a clean inning or for multiple innings. And I see, feel the same way with Rowan Wick. He's got really good stuff. He comes in the bottom of the eighth. And Luke Voigt with a leadoff homer. The lead's four to three. Nelson Cruz grounds out. Then Lane Thomas homers. You got a, a tie game. Sean Newcomb comes in. He strikes out CJ Abrams, but then he walks the Ruiz and Vargas. So you got the bases loaded and he gets Yadiel Hernandez to ground out. You're in the 10th. Hap is the Manford man on second. McKinstry singles. Hap's at third. You got runners at the corner. Ortega grounds into a force outfielded by Hernandez, and there's a collision. McKinstry collides with Hernandez. They're both. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's kind of coming into the path. They collide. And so McKinstry's called out. Hap has to come back. He, he scored. He has to come back to third. And so with one out, Madrigal's hit by the pitch. Contreras hits a sack fly. He does what he's supposed to do. We've been critical of him striking out in big moments. He makes contact. The, the run scores. The Cubs are up 5-4. But for absolutely no reason at all, Rafael Ortega gets caught off second, and he's tagged out. So that's an inning-ending double play. No reason for him to be caught off like that. No, and I understand, and I can hear the, the how upset you are. And it's kind of like, why are we still playing around with Rafael Ortega? Not a bad guy, but again, Rafael Ortega, there, there's no development there. And I'm not missing like an injury, right? And don't, I don't want to hear that he's taking the place of uh, Jason Hayward or anything like that. I just don't understand the the overuse of Rafael Ortega. If you're looking to do something like we're going to get into in Game 3 where you're kind of resting people, fine. But uh, Rafael Ortega, other than an injury pinch hit situation or something like that, that this was this was not a situation I would want to see him in again. Absolutely I, not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of him taking at-bats away from Velasquez. Let that kid get more at-bats. Uh, Christopher Morell, where's he? You know, he, I know he's been struggling, but he's not going to work his way out of it on the bench. No, that, 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 that's, that's right. He's not going to work his way out of it on the bench. And this is where you wonder. This is where you start to wonder, Crowley. And, and uh, let's just get into this right now because we're talking about it, so I want to get into it. You know, how much do you think, like, David Ross... Do you think David Ross makes the lineup every day? Do you think there's any input from the I, front I was, office from Hawkins or, and or from Jed? I hope not. Um, I, I think there probably is some. Um, in the second segment, I'm going to give plenty of kudos to Jed, but if he is, whoever's making these decisions on this, there's no point in Rafael Ortega taking one more at bat for the Cubs. They have plenty of guys at AAA that can come up. You're not in a division race. You're nothing. It's all about development, and you're, you're just wasting time. And Jesus Christ, if you're going to be, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're going to take, if you're going to be in there, then don't make stupid plays. If you're teaching young kids and showing them how to be a professional, don't get tagged off a second for no good reason in extra innings. How about that one? You right. Know, just and he can't be ex- he can't be exhausted or anything like that. There's absolutely no excuses for it. It's just it just his head wasn't in the game. Top of the 10th, Brandon Hughes pitching. Lane Thomas strikes out. Cesar Hernandez strikes out. C.J. Abrams singles. Sayan nearly throws out the courtesy runner. Just miss it. So Ali Cal scores. He was that runner at second. So the game's tied at five. So potentially that play by Ortega, I mean, that, that could have cost him the game. And in the top of the 11th, luckily, Wisdom doubles. Contreras was the man on second. And so he scores. A wild pitch moves Wisdom to third. Say a single, so the Cubs are up seven to five. Couple things here about this game. I've already ripped into Ortega and a little bit into Ross so far. I just do not get for the life of me why Ian Happ, after he hits two homers the previous game, why would you take him out against Patrick Corbin? Did you think he you had enough to win without him? You know, I would have given him the day game off. You know, that's what I would have done. I don't. I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah, I guess it's a great. We have to get Ortega at bats. I, I, you know, just to your point, I, I don't, I don't have an answer for you there. I don't. And you know, the funny thing is, is that the Ortega play didn't get like overworked on 
the Mullier and Haw show and really overworked on 670 because, you know, the Cubs will end up winning this game. So that's why something like that doesn't get overworked, but I'm glad that we're bringing attention to it right now. The other thing we got to bring attention to is that 10th inning where Wilson hits the sack fly. When he's coming back to the dugout, he's getting in a fight with the fan, a verbal altercation. He has to be restrained by his coaches and teammates. And I'm, I'm like, what in the heck's going on? I'm watching this. It looks like he's getting an argument with like a 13-year-old. I, it was it was the most yeah I couldn't tell I saw that but I didn't I couldn't really see the, the the fan who exactly it was so I wasn't sure about that part but he was he was hot and so the fan gets escorted out you see him get escorted out of the game and he's like this kid with this big puffy hairdo and the hat to the side and I'm like I'm like this is the guy you're getting you know apparently the kid said something in Spanish about his family we don't know what and my understanding, I think uh, Megan Montemuro reported out earlier, who's been on the podcast before, that that fan has been, and, and somebody else has been banned five years. Oh, I don't wow. know what was said. I don't know what happened. But you're, again, you are a veteran leader. You're in an extra inning game, whatever. Keep keep your head cool. That's That kind of irritated me. Right, and that might be part of another one of the check marks against Wilson Contreras when the guys are doing a little whiteboarding on whether or not they want to give him five years and $100 million. Steele went six innings pitch. He gave up five hits, one run, two walks, five K. So really good start for Steele. Um, but six bullpen arms had to be used. They gave up, uh, the Cubs got seven runs on 10 hits, 16 total bases, five left on base, five for 10 with runners in scoring Ooh, position. Ooh, look at that. Look what happens when you go 50% on that. Well, but again, I, I got to double check on this. I believe that includes the man for man runners because that's a man in scoring position. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we'll give him a hat tip on that. Reyes was two for five with a homer, and Horner with three for four with a double. The Nationals, Corbin, six, five innings pitch, six hits, four runs, two walks, three Ks. I thought they should have done better against him. Five bullpen arms used, five runs on 13 hits, 21 total bases. Um, they left 11 men on base, four for 16 with runners in scoring position. Cesar Hernandez went three for five and had a big game. Yeah, so the Cubs got to fly the W. That was the most important thing. Other things that I take away, uh, Reyes, the homer, Horner, staying hot. Nice outing for Justin Steele. That takes us into the day game, game three. We had Drew Smiley on the hill for the Cubs on Wednesday afternoon. This one just wrapped up a little over an hour ago, Crowley. Yeah, Drew Smiley versus Corey Abbott, former Cub farmhand. And it was a getaway day lineup, old school getaway lineup. Uh, a lot of guys getting some rest here. Top of the second, Framo Reyes doubles, but he is stranded. But with that double, he tied a career high five games in a row with an extra base hit. So that's a career best for Reyes. Bottom of the second, one out, Kbart Ruiz doubles, Cesar Hernandez singles, the Cubs trail one nothing. Bottom of the third, one out, Lane Thomas doubles. Joey Manessas was robbed of extra bases, a beautiful catch by Ian Happ that I think took away a homer, at least extra bases, and saved some runs. So great job on Ian. His defense has looked so much better this year. Takes us to the top of the fifth. Ortega walks. Wisdom pops out to third. Gomes flies out to center. Two outs. The unlikely hero, P.J. Higgins, with the two-run homer. Cubs lead 2-1. to one. Nice to see. Bottom of the sixth, Lane Thomas flies out. Joey Manessas, God, that guy looks so good. He doubles. Eric Ullman replaces Smiley. Voigt singles on a soft ground ball. Nelson Cruz grounds to Horner. He was moving to third. It was a tough play, so he was throwing away from his from from uh, second base. They get Voigt out at second, but Cruz reaches safely. Manessa scores, and the game's tied at two. 
That was a really tough play. Good try by Nico. But in the bottom of the top of the second, Framil Reyes hits a ground rule double. Velasquez and Wisdom strike out swinging, but Jan Gomes with the clutch two out single. Cubs lead three to two. Some really clutch, again, two out clutch hits by TJ Higgins and Gomes to give the Cubs the lead and the win and to have their fourth series win in a row. I'll be honest with you, Crowley. It's fantastic that they won the game. It's fantastic they've won four series in a row. But those two names, the two offensive heroes of the game, P.J. Higgins and Jan Gomes, I'm saying to myself when I read that on Twitter, I said, why are those two guys in the same game? Right? I mean, that, that that's what I'm saying. Okay, you want to play Jan Gomes? Okay, fine. He calls a good game. You want to play P.J. Higgins and see what he can do behind the plate? Perfect day for that. But I don't know about P.J. Higgins and Jan Gomes in, but they bailed David Ross out because those are two guys that I thought, hmm, I don't know if you need those two guys in a lineup that also includes Rafael Ortega. Absolutely. And you want to see more Chris Morell at third, hopefully. And, and that was an opportunity to keep wisdom I mean, I think it's probably just he's just looking at rest and looking at the schedule. You have like, what, 30, 31 games in 30 days. It's a lot. But Drew Smiley saved him. Here's the thing. I was shocked, and I know he didn't have that good start in San Francisco right before the trade deadline. Drew Smiley in August, 2-0, and 106 ERA, 17 Ks to three walks in 17 innings. You don't think that would have helped the contender? Would have, could have, should have, right? Would have, could have, should have. I wonder what they could have gotten for him if he would have been a little bit better a little sooner.